0: Hello and welcome aboard our podcast, Fighting Catholic Jetlag. My name is JC and I'll be your host. I'm a flight attendant and I'm on a journey to find my place within the Catholic Church. I'll be accompanied by my friend and co-host, Father Larry Hostetter, priest of 34 years and doctor of sacred theology. He's a Catholic University president and for our discussion, he'll serve as spiritual ground control to keep things on course for our flight back to faith. At times, we'll be navigating through difficult and uncomfortable issues, so prepare for a bit of turbulence along the way. There won't always be easy answers, but no subject will be off the table. If you're ready to explore your own doubts and questions and rediscover your faith with us, then sit back, buckle up, and enjoy our flight to faith. Hi, it's Rebecca here from the Fighting Catholic Jetlag team. This week, we'll be listening in to the questions from our most recent live show at the pub on 2nd. Please note, with this being an event, with a live audience, there is background noise. So that will affect the sound quality. So for that reason, we're going to keep this week short. If you have any questions for Father Larry and JC, send them to fightingcatholicjetlag@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Instant um, fact check. <laughs> we needed one. Yeah. So there's this great story of uh, somebody on Easter night traveling to Constantinople, and the whole uh, side of the bank was full of fires of people waiting for Easter Sunday morning to come. And so that's exactly what we do. We build a fire, we tell the story of salvation. Uh, And then we bring in our new Catholics. Rebecca's going to be baptized. Uh, Excited about that. And uh, then we celebrate Mass as usual. And then, as we said earlier, the Easter season continues for 50 days. The first week of Easter is sometimes called Great Week. And the reason for that is it's a week of Sundays. So technically every day of the first week after Easter is supposed to be celebrated by Sunday, I think the only places that actually do that are like monasteries and seminaries. So what do you mean by that? You mean that it's the way the mass is structured? Yeah, so every, like when I was in seminary, and we, uh, we were there for that week. It was like going to Sunday mass. Everything was sung. There was incense every day. Um, every last bit of it was solemn. Um, it got a little old. But, after a week, I'll, I'm, I'm you know, because um, that's not my thing. But, um, so, uh, <laughs> but are you getting I'm judged, judged by the back table? I, I am. Mean, you know, okay. All right, Lauren. All right, we'll Lauren. Do, you come to Mass at Russia, and we will do it exactly like Sunday for a week. See where you're at. After, no, after no, this whole uh, time. It's time for questions. We have about five minutes for questions. Um, and I, I, think we'll, um, I think we'll start with Hannah. That's a great first question. Hannah, what is your question? She's never been here. <laughs> her Hannah. She's never <laughs> been here. She just got back from New York. Poor oh, right. Hannah. Okay. Laura. The just do to stand. Yeah. <laughs> um, I work with Father Larry day in and day out, enjoy it. But, <laughs> <laughs> so, this is something that he said in passing in the office that's actually really moving me. It's off topic. Oh, I hope it has. I hope. So, it is fun, sure. but I'm the other. Sight and vision when they age. Will you tell us about that? That's a Wilfred Rimble movie. <laughs> it, it, there is a movie about that, But did you so, still that beautiful uh, moving uh, statement in uh, the uh, movie uh, that you Actually, actually I've never seen that movie, but I've heard of it. So, yeah. But those of you who are older may appreciate this. Like, my eyesight's not what it was, my hearing's not what it was. When I wake up in the morning, everything hurts. Um, and it, you, you, Somebody said, it was actually on uh, one of the Indiana Jones, he was talking to somebody else who was old, and he said, we've reached the point in life where life takes more away from us than it gives. And I thought, you know, that's kind of true. We get to a point life takes away more than it gives. And I remember talking to Father Alvey about this. He might have been in that cocoon movie. Um, But... It seems to me that as when we lose our eyesight and our hearing and things don't work like they used to, we're it's kinda of we're being prepared for something. You know, we talked about on the podcast we talked about the glorified eyebrows, right? The glorified yeah. bodies. What do you and, think? I worked really hard on it tonight. Did you work hard on it? <laughs> uh the, the glorified bodies. Carl that's it's true. Have, and, and that. When we, when we go on to the next world, it's going to be something that we can't imagine now. We're going to be different. We're going to be the same, but we're going to be different. And I, I won't need the, the sight I have now. I won't need the hearing I have now uh, or some of the other things that don't work as well anymore. You know, I just won't need them an, anymore. And so I think as we go a bit older, and if we're lucky and blessed to be able to live to a, a, a good old age, we are kind of cocooning and 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 losing those parts of us that are going to be reborn in the next world in a glorified way. So that the vision I'll have in the next world will be something completely different uh, as as the vision of this world begins to change mm-hmm. and fade away. Is that what I was saying? Yeah. OK. I love that, I love that too. Good comment, Lauren. Anybody else have a question? You have any comments, Lauren? Any questions? Or? Yeah, Lauren always has good stuff to contribute. Who else? It um, it sounded a little bit defensive though when she, oh, whenever she says, "I work with Fabeleri 24 and I don't I, mind I it at all. I don't it. mind it really. It's not bad. <laughs> it's okay. I know I said that it was awful, but it was. It's really not as bad. Okay, yeah. Lauren and I work together now too. That's she forgot to mention that, but we work together too. We're right down the hall. Yeah. We have one more table question. All right. Yeah, let's hear it. Well, right. I asked you before the question, oh yeah, yeah. Ask it again, so I remember. I just like to be, uh, like no meat fries here in Flint, and why we're able to eat fish and seafood like. That's a great question. I don't understand the difference oh, or. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Those are the questions we love. I guess just uh, why, like, what, what was that rule ever? What so did it come about? Did you, did you want to answer that? I think you were crazy. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wait, about me? Yes. Yeah. Uh, um, so, <laughs> there's a shortage. Uh, there's a shortage. No, it's, um, I, I think, respect on a, to, it's more of like a fasting thing. Yeah, you have me. Yeah meat was meat was considered a luxury food item at one time. you have meat every day i mean we have meat every day because you know we live very privileged but you know many parts of the world meat is not an everyday thing it's only for special occasions Uh, whereas in parts of the world fish was very abundant and often was the food of the poor because it was so readily available Um, and so fish wasn't considered the same as um, flesh food, um, and so it it was considered acceptable. It was a penance to eat, especially for the rich to eat fish on Friday. Whereas for us, we go to Red Lobster. So this can be a very nice, you know, thing. It's yeah, so a it's a very nice it's a very nice evening. Out. It could be a nice evening out. That's right. But interesting, I read this somewhere. And Father Pat, you may know this, that beaver in Canada is, was considered acceptable during Lent. Beaver? Oh. I don't know, I was just gonna say that our lady Lourdes Parish, Ryan, has a great fish fry. <laughs> 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 I've <I'm> not <laughs> been to your fish fry. I about that. Uh, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. and then like you go to these fish fries or you go to red lobster and you can eat like while you eat fish fillets or whatever so it's not really that much of a sacrifice or are we really doing a disservice to I think that's a great point we go out and enjoy ourselves with I think it's a very good point I think maybe you should become Pope There you go. <laughs> because that is I a, the podcast. That's actually a very legitimate poem, that is, a point that, that it's supposed to be a, a fast day or a, a day of penance, Maybe. of abstinence, yeah, nice. and abstaining from meat just doesn't have the same symbolism as it used to. But some people I know, not ever eating meat is a big deal. Um, beyond uh, beef, Rebecca wants to beyond, is oh, that acceptable you know, So, technically, Beyond Beef, what do you all think? How many of you had the Beyond Beef? That meat meat. Meat. Impossible, like that. Be impossible impossible, yeah. impossible. impossible. Pleasure impossible burger and Burger mm-hmm. I mean, It's but actually pretty good. good. But it's like what are you? But if, if it's like for we say where the purpose is to kind of deprive yourself in a way that you know, right? Again, if you're really wanting to do something that is penitential, then you should pick something that. Really makes a difference. I think in many ways we we do it still in Lent because it's a tradition You know it used to be every Friday of the whole year was meatless Um, But I think especially in the United States People the bishops realized you know it's really not much of a penance. So they said Fridays is still a day of penance. You're supposed to you're still supposed to do something but you pick it because you know yourself best and what's penitential for you. You know, um, might be spam or something. You know, that, you know, it's, it's might be spam. <laughs> I like that. Like you I, I still think on, during Lent you're supposed to do the meat. the meat. Again, it's a tradition and it's something that's, that we can say every Catholic in the whole world is doing the same thing. Yeah. But the rest of the year you can pick whatever you want. I think we forget sometimes that Friday is still supposed to be a day of penance. supposed to be a day when you give up something. Is this our last question? Wait, we can, we can okay, one. We take this <laughs> one. Okay. I have four young children. Alright. How do you and expect eight. them giving up something for what, like, in a kindergarten age form? You know, I mean, are they supposed to be giving up something, or are we just supposed to be teaching them? that? Eventually they will be giving up mm-hmm. something? Good question. So technically the rule for abstinence is for ages fourteen and up. So they technically don't have to follow any rules at all. Like I'm sixty now, so I don't have to fast. Um actually asked who makes that The church. Bishops. Okay, the question was having young children, how do you explain to them in an age appropriate way of um, this is what we're doing for when we're fasting, at what oh, age do they start, and who came up with this rule? Well, and I honestly don't know because I have no kids. Um <laughs> uh, so, <All> <laughs> uh, Sa- Sally had children that she brought to, into adulthood. And so did <laughs> okay. So how did how did you all how did you all explain to your kids? What it means to get why they should give something up. They lied to us. They. Let's hear it. This is a safe. This is a safe space. Okay. So what? Did, what, Sally? What did you tell your, your kids? They were supposed to give something up to remind them of Jesus being in the desert for forty days, and giving something up. And when reminder of them, don't take it. Jesus couldn't have anything when he was in to That's good. I think that's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> so you just, it's, it's you just of, told your kids, uh, you're giving something up, don't argue, just do it. I know, I did not that's know there was a 14-year-old. No. So. no, we we came out of the way when We when we were giving up. Uh, thanks for Jesus. So. One more question. Okay, so this might be like a random, but it's still a Wednesday question. So my we grandfather also. He always said that on Sundays, whatever you gave it for lit didn't count because, like, if you counted the days, the 40 days, like, Sundays were not part of the 40 days. That's so not really true. Yeah, it's true. Uh, Is it really? So, so different, different families. Technically, I think it's true. We have a CAM lawyer with us this evening, so you can tell us for sure. They made us bring in legal for this. Morning. But technically, <laughs> it's, technically, it's true, But We you know some families did not allow that legal. We did not, I did not find out about the loophole until
1: I got to college. Barb kept that on lock.
0: But technically, also, this past Friday, because it was the solemnity of the Annunciation, was not a day of absolute. So you could eat meat on Friday. But how did you tell us that? I thought we were your friends. All right, Father Larry, keep that in mind. It, it's your job to keep up with that. All righty. Um, thank you all. It's 740. We have to quit. Uh, We're so glad. Hang out and support. We'll say it fair. prayer. Let's say it in prayer. But first, Rebecca, thank you so much. You pretty much run this show. Uh, And welcome to... I'm coming to, <laughs> to the cathedral on the Easter Vigil and watch Rebecca be baptized. Yes. Have they told you anything about that yet? No, they're keeping it secret. They're keeping it secret. It yes. hey, was yes. a of yes. water. I know, I know. She never let Gail pick up? I told her she must. And what, what is the best part for a girl who is going through uh, the she First Communion? Her white person. The dress and the purse and the veil. That's great. Welcome to the church. Yay! Yes. Well, thank you all for being here and. Pull us up in prayer. Well, we're going to pick someone to say the prayer. Okay. Who's it going to be? Last time we had Ben do it, he's shaking his head now. Bless us, <laughs> Lord. I think that was somebody who volunteered. All right, let's do it. Can you please stand up? Let's pray the uh, prayer that Jesus God is our Father. We'll do it, in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Great job. And uh, if you haven't seen this last year to this, this last episode, it's now available. Yes, this podcast isn't it. Uh well. Oh my god, Alright, thank you. This podcast is ended. As long as you have been loved. And God's speed. Peace be with you. And, so and God's speed.